I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I like sitting by the window when my lady and I go to Applebee's for our regular Friday night dinner out. The window shade was down this Friday, so I pulled it back up so my lady and I could watch the world outside spin around. We like to do that because we like to watch the other people arriving for their Friday night dinners out. Are they holding hands? What's he doing with a girl as pretty as she is? Oh, please, don't bring that screaming kid in here. We had just started guessing what a young couple was watching on their smartphones as they were walking in. When a middle-aged guy came storming over to our table, he pulled the shade back down, looked at me, and said, quote, You pulled that shade up so the sun is hitting me right in the eyes. I'm going to kick your ass. End quote. Without thinking, I stood up fast so I could return the favor. I have some martial arts training. I was pretty good at it quite a while ago. In fact, after my first karate lesson, I found I could break a two-inch board with my cast. (laughs) I was born and raised in Brooklyn, where you can go ten blocks and never leave the scene of a fight. I was such a, a tough young guy that I could actually get taxis in Manhattan, right there at Penn Station. So I instantly and completely forgot that at my present Louie Louie generation stage of life, weightlifting consists of just managing to stand up. (laughs) These days, it takes me longer to recover than it did to tire me out in the first place. But without thinking, I was instantly on my feet. I had absolutely no thought going through my mind at all. It was was all reaction. I have a long history of reactions like that. I remember my parents took me to Coney Island the summer I was five. I was building a sand castle and some older kid, I don't know, he must have been, I don't know, seven, maybe eight, but this kid came over and he kicked my castle on purpose. And I had the same reaction, no thought, just reaction. I jumped up and headbutted the kid. When I was in my teens, I was a lifeguard on that same beach. In those days, if a fight broke out, the guy in the lifeguard chair where the fight broke out would stand up and blow a long blast on his whistle and stand there with both hands in the air. And the guy in the chair on the next bay did the same thing. It was a signal that got passed down the whole beach pretty fast. The drill was that the guy in the chair stayed where he was to watch the water, but the other three lifeguards on that bay went running to deal with the fight. And it was fast. No time for thought. We were young, invincible, stupid. Dexter Tales, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the really important stuff that's scaring the stuffing out of you out of the other ear, and you can react quickly to whatever is going on in your fantasy. The smart guys with the big telescopes tell us that the sun spews out more than a million tons of matter every second. Maybe that's the answer to why people at the beach are always asking, what is the matter with you? 
If the answer is karaoke, what is the question? If the answer is karaoke, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. If the answer is karaoke, what is the question? And speaking of the Japanese word karaoke, there is a new and very popular self-help book out in Japan. It claims that squeezing your butt a hundred times will fight your depression. Of course, it seems to me that depending on your level of flatulence, squeezing your butt a hundred times could well seriously depress all those around you. The zoo guys say male rabbits can't walk. They always hop or leap. Given the birth rate for which rabbits are justly famous, that suggests to me that female rabbits not only can walk, but they're probably able to slink pretty nicely. In medieval Europe, weddings often took place in baths. The bride and groom and the guests stood in the bath, and food was put in boats and passed around. I like to think we now have wedding showers instead of wedding baths because some guest of the bride got hungry when some guest of the groom sank his food boat, huh? All right, if the answer is karaoke, the question is, what is the Japanese word for tone deaf? Karaoke. (laughs) All right. The only way that won't make you giggle is if, if you've lost that love and feeling. Takes the tails, they take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or the spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you will be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. There is such a difference between deciding what to do and simply reacting without thinking. When that guy came over to me, I just reacted. There was no thinking, just reaction. If I had thought about it, I I don't know, I might not have been instantly ready to deck him. I might have, uh, you know, given him a little cutting of slack. Maybe, Maybe I would have thought he was an unwanted child, you know. Maybe the rattle his parents gave him still had the snake attached. You got to think about things like that. Or maybe I should have just told him to go home and throw his wife a bone. Maybe he was just going through a non-entity crisis. Times times like that do make you wonder when the uh, old enough to know better stuff is going to kick in, though. There is a story about the difference between carefully deciding and just reacting in my Night Connections 3 spoken word CD. It's called Long Ago and Far Away. You've always liked the kind of guy who seems like a little lost kid every once in a while. The kind of guy who sometimes doesn't remember where he parked his car. And he can never get through a winter without losing at least one glove. can't even recall what happened to his childhood baseball card collection. You have just managed to get through a very painful divorce. You've grown up quickly. Fortunately, there are no kids, and the financial settlement is no big deal. You're well able to support yourself anyway. The biggest loss was to your pride. But the emptiness in your apartment is beginning to sink in now. And you sometimes miss that little girl feeling inside you that used to get you to pick up lucky pennies and spend Saturday at the mall trying on hats and shoes and laugh at the way people look just before they sneeze. You've met a wonderful man. He's a tall, pleasant, 
sometimes brooding computer programmer. You like being with him. In fact, that's what worries you. You're not ready to believe that happiness can last. There are so many places for happiness to get lost. Cheating places. Boring places. Hiding places. Where your feelings of who you are and who you've always been and who you might become seem to suddenly disappear. He wears small wire-rimmed glasses and he speaks perfect French and he knows the vintage years of all the best wines. And he's decided in an almost strangely detached way that you and he will be married. He knows he's a good catch. He's not conceited about it. He just knows it. And he respects you. He cares for you. He even loves you. He's a gentleman. He would never push you into marriage. He just expects you to realize that it simply makes good logical sense for both of you. And it does. There's a part of you that understands that fact and understands that your needs and his strengths are a perfect fit. And it works back around the other way, too. So that's why you're sitting there on your bed right now in an old nightshirt like some big teenager, thinking about how his diamond ring would look and feel on your finger. That's what you're thinking about, but your feeling, though, is... Where's that other part of you, that little girl who seems so lost these days? The one who so long ago had such a rush when another young man just gave her his varsity high school letter. such a lot of sense. Her needs fit his strengths. He was a nice guy, good catch. But maybe the highest power in our lives isn't in the things that make sense. Maybe the highest power in our lives is in our feelings, our instant reactions. is called Long Ago and Far Away. It's from my Night Connections 3 spoken word CD. If you like it, you can simply keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com, check out the Night Connections 3 icon on the homepage. The guy in the restaurant who pulled the window shade down and told me he was going to kick my ass sparked an instant reaction in me. Before I knew what I was doing, I was on my feet, ready to return the favor. If I had thought it through, I might have just passed it off in what, looking back on it, I might now call a a burst of indecent composure. He said that to me in public, right in front of my lady wonder wench. And I think this brings up an important question. How responsible would I really have been if I had hit this guy and hurt him? It was pure reaction. There was no thought at all. Just zap on my feet, ready to fight. I never met the guy. I had nothing against him. 
The only thing he had against me was that I pulled the shade up and the sun was hitting his eyes. I think that brings into question the whole idea of free will. For my part, there was no will of any kind involved. I just got hit with this burst of belligerence. And you know, we're taught that intelligence is one of the things that makes us different from animals. We're supposed to use our intelligence to direct our free will. But what about the simple, savage, swift reaction that happened to me? Who's really in charge when a reaction roars so loud that you can't hear or feel anything else? Am I really responsible for a reaction as powerful and as automatic as that? And if not, what does that say about our free will? Was there really such a thing as free will involved when I suddenly found myself on my feet ready to fight? And if not, if we're not always responsible for what we do, maybe we should remember that next time somebody does something that doesn't make sense. Maybe we should remember it, and maybe we should start building some floats for some parades celebrating the arrival of Non-Judgment Day. Okay, time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.